global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are drifting higher. We've got the S&P 500 index up one-tenth of one percent. Little change there, up two points, 2182 right now on the S&P. Dow Jones Industrial Average also up by one-tenth of one percent, up 20 points to 18,512. And NASDAQ is up 15 points, a gain of three-tenths of one percent. The 10-year up 1930 seconds at yield 1.54 percent. Gold up 2 percent, up 26.90 the ounce to 13.50. And crude oil is up five-tenths of one percent, up 24 cents a barrel now, 44.68 on West Texas Intermediate Crude. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The shares of Monsanto are down about 1% today. This comes after Bayer, or Bayer, uh, lifted its offer for Monsanto to $127.50 a share. Now, that compares to its previous offer of about $125 a share. That was in July, and the current bid values Monsanto at over $65 billion. This includes debt. Here to tell us more about this potential deal is Jonas Oxgard. He is equity analyst for chemicals at San Bernstein. Jonas, thanks very much for being with us. Why does Bayer want Monsanto so much? Uh, well, it's a standard uh, response to weak margins in the industry. So we're, we're coming off uh, this high peak where uh, the ag economy was booming, farmers made money hand over fist, and that translated to high margins for the uh, ag input companies. That's passed. We're now in a environment where volumes are flat, prices are flat and negative. And, well, the way to uh, grow your earnings then is consolidation. So there you have it. Uh, now, how about the price? Before we get into exactly what buyer or bear will get out of this, uh, if they win this this uh, battle, one twenty-seven fifty uh, versus one hundred and thirty. That's what our our Bloomberg reporters are saying is sort of the floor for Monsanto. Is that such a big difference that this can't be settled? I I think that if Monsanto had said, uh, you know what, one thirty will make a sign on the dotted line, uh, they would be there by now. I'm guessing that Monsanto is uh, is thinking a bit higher than that, and there is a sizable gap to be bridged. Can you tell us what areas are there that both companies have overlap? Because this is going to be a regulatory hurdle both in the United States and in Europe to get over. What are some of the businesses that are duplicative and also that might have to be sold or spun off in order to get that kind of regulatory approval? Yeah, there's actually not that much duplication between the two. Monsanto is primarily a seed company. Uh, their one chemical is really glyphosate, so a very specific chemical. They're, they're, uh, they're primarily a crop protection company, crop protection meaning uh, insecticides, pesticides, and so on, so chemicals. And uh, they do have a seed arm, but it's uh, fairly small. It's also very focused on uh, some of the smaller crops that the big boys, so Monsanto, DuPont, that they didn't really bother with initially. So Bayer is big in uh, in cotton and canola. Monsanto is big in corn and soybeans. They do have some cotton sales, and they're starting to get into canola. So uh, the overlap is, is fairly small. They would probably have to divest some of their cotton business, probably have to divest the uh, 
the emerging canola business from Monsanto. There might be some smaller chemicals. But overall, um, it's, it's not really a big deal on the technical front. Now, that all said, I think that there's a political angle to this that makes the deal a lot harder to, uh, to get past regulators. Um, these are two of the largest ag input providers. And ag inputs, meaning uh, seeds and, uh, and crop protection chemicals, uh, those make up about 30% of the farmer's cost. So these are major inputs, right, in the farm economy. Mm-hmm. So if you have two companies joining that makes them the, the by far the biggest player in the space, well, the farmers are taking notice. Farmer lobbies have already been pushing back. We've seen politicians uh, uh, start to pay attention. Chuck Grafty, for example, he's calling for a Senate hearing uh, sometime later this month. And so we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, you know uh... – what about are, are there any liabilities? I guess not, because obviously Bayer wants Monsanto. Monsanto uh, has been in uh, many situations already. I mean, it, it, it uh, produced PCBs, which turned out to be highly toxic until the late 1970s, uh, when it was made so obvious that they were bad that they had to stop making them. Now there's this this herbicide decomba misuse cam, uh, complaints that, that some people are accusing Monsanto of engineering. Monsanto said, "Of course, we didn't do anything like that." Is there a point where Monsanto, especially in Europe, where they're so against genetically modified foods, is there any point where Monsanto has is a bit of a liability for whomever acquires them? Uh, there was a string of fairly bad news a while ago, but that was actually predating buyer's bid. So they, they clearly knew about all these things before they made the bid of the first, uh, first case. Um, most of that reputation is unearned. I mean, the, the dicamba issue... In all fairness to Monsanto, they didn't actually have anything to do with that. Right? This was farmers who applied dicamba illegally. Um, there's not much that Monsanto can do about it. Can you not tell a, us about high debt levels uh, that might be incurred if this deal is concluded? Yeah, so this, it's a massive deal, right? It's 60-plus billion. And um, uh, I think the, the main motivation, perhaps, is that Bayer can borrow money at 2.5% interest give or take. And at 2.5% interest, almost anything is accretive. <laughs> now, if you borrow a uh, $45 billion or so, then, yeah, you, you load up quite a bit. Um, ends up being uh, fairly close to that four times EBITDA level that uh, companies typically start feeling uh, uncomfortable with. And so they're going to spend quite some time paying that off. But, Jonas, but, I just want to quickly, before, uh, before we finish, if, if Bayer doesn't succeed in this, who else would buy Monsanto? Who would be at the top of your list? I honestly am not sure there is anyone who is in position to buy it. I mean, BASF is the only other real candidate. There might be some Chinese conglomerates who also want to break in, but I doubt that could pass political uh, pressure. So really no one out there. Okay, well, we shall see. Jonas Oscar, thank you so very much. He's Chemicals Equity Analyst at Sanford Bernstein, quoted in our Bloomberg story today, in fact, written by Lydia Mulvaney and Chitra Somadyadji about the sweetened buyer bid for Monsanto, the regulatory challenges, the farmers getting a little bit nervous. This is all very interesting for this deal. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, Volkswagen's truck division is acquiring a nearly 17% stake in Navistar International, the German automaker looking to gain a foothold in the North American heavy-duty truck market.